Okay, people, welcome to Ask the Arb Microcast. Helping homeowners, developers, and architects get your planning back on track by demystifying tree surveys. Your host is Matt Harmsworth, so sit back and relax and let us help you get your planning back on track. Hi folks, welcome to the Ask the Arb podcast where we help homeowners, developers and facility managers get their planning back on track. If you like the kind of content that we are putting out on the podcast then please do feel free to give us a subscribe and to share it because the only way we grow with this kind of stuff is to get the message out there and I'm passionate about getting the information in front of the right people. So today I wanted to talk to you about felling licenses. Now this episode is its going to be full of caveats because um, I'm guessing most people in your position probably are unaware of exactly what and where this sits in the whole planning process. So in terms of felling licenses, essentially, the only reason that you would fall foul of this would be if you were looking to potentially clear a site to get an idea of uh, the scope, maybe to carry out a topographical survey to see whether the site has got any um, watercourses, drainage channels, anything like that. So it would fall under what we call um, facilitary felling, essentially, seeing the wood for the trees. So the process for obtaining a felling license is different within um, England, Wales and Scotland. So for the purposes of this podcast, I'm going to talk mainly about England. There's not massive differences between Scotland and Wales, but it is one worth bearing in mind. So first off, let's talk about exemptions. So there are a number of exemptions that are um, that mean that you do not need a felling license. So first off, if your plot is a garden, a churchyard, a public open space, or the trees are less than eight centimeters dbh, or uh, the felling is required to prevent the spread of a pest or disease required under, say, a statutory plant health notice or you are felling less than five cubic metres, so that's a stack kind of the size of a small car each calendar quarter. If your project falls within any of those, you don't need a felling licence. If you're outside of that then you and you want to carry out felling ahead of a planning application submission, then you really do need to deep dive into the requirements for a felling licence because like most things, there are penalties for this. And the penalties are normally fines, prosecutions, um, or a restock notice. So you could find yourself clearing the trees to get an idea of exactly what the site looks like, uh, and then <laughs> getting a restocking order and having to replant it, which is, uh, which is obviously not good. Now, one area that I must admit was new to me, um, we carry out hundreds and hundreds of applications for... Um, planning applications every month and this one came across my desk a little while ago and essentially it was where a um, a client that cannot be named removed on our advice some self-set natural regeneration from a development site very very small diameter gorse wind and silver birch that was cleared with a mulcher all uh, sensible trees were identified for retention and there was even an aboricultural watching brief 
Anyway, um, it came across the desk of the uh, of the of the Forestry Commission, and they highlighted to us that actually what we had carried out would fall foul of deforestation and could potentially require a environmental impact assessment. So that's something else to consider. It's worth opening a dialogue ahead of any facilitary felling uh, because the Forestry Commission in particular um, and Forest and Land Scotland, I'm not sure about Natural Resources Wales, but they consider a forest even to be, if the trees have been removed and there's tree stumps in place, it would still be classed as deforestation if you were to remove the self-set natural regeneration that has uh, grown up following the tree felling which is an interesting one because ultimately what they're trying to do is protect against a um, an unauthorized change of land uh, use situation that would be for instance where maybe a small wood is cleared in order to be used for agricultural purposes so although your intention isn't that you do fall foul of this and in terms of the environmental impact assessment, the thing to be aware of is um, threshold tables. So um, each regulatory body will have their own threshold tables. And essentially, tree felling, generally one hectare or more of uh, removal will require a full environmental impact assessment screen. So if your site is bigger than one hectare, you're almost certainly going to require an environmental impact assessment and you should definitely get in contact with the Forestry Commission. If the site falls between half a hectare and one hectare, there's no kind of mandatory screening unless it's within a sensitive area, such as um, a triple SI or uh, an AONB, that's a site of special scientific interest, or an area of outstanding natural beauty. If the site is less than a hectare, generally no screening is required um, unless it is in a sensitive area. So, if you are looking to clear trees and woody vegetation from a plot ahead of a planning application submission to see what you've got, don't do it without consulting a specialist such as ourselves. You do not want to fall foul of the requirements for a felling license, an environmental impact assessment or conservation areas or tree preservation orders. So it's definitely worthwhile doing your homework ahead of any felling. Because if history's taught us anything, it's that local authorities and regulatory bodies are under more pressure than ever. And if they can raise some money through fines and prosecutions, they're going to do it, aren't they? So that's all for me today. Remember, trees first, not last. And I will speak to you soon. Cheers now. Bye. You've been listening to Ask the Arb. Your host was Matt Harmsworth. To get your planning back on track, the next logical step is to go to www.go-roavr.co.uk right now and get your instant quote today.